Going, going, gone. Some things just don't hang around. Like a great deal in Tesco Mobile's best ever Black Friday event. Right now you can get the Samsung Galaxy S10 for just $29.99 a month. But this deal ends Sunday 1st of December. Catch it before it's gone. Tesco Mobile's best ever Black Friday event. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Best ever Black Friday based on range of products in promotion. Was £35.99, now £29.99. Offer ends 1st of December. 36-month credit agreement, rolling monthly usage agreement, subject to status, phase, policy apply. See tescomobile.com slash terms. With the new Halifax Family Boost Mortgage, children can get help to buy their first home and mum and dad earn interest on their savings. Everyone's a winner. Everyone's a winner, baby. The new Halifax Family Boost Mortgage. Halifax makes it happen. Your home and savings could be at risk if mortgage repayments are not maintained. Only available in England and Wales. One applicant must hold a Halifax reward or ultimate reward current account. Conditions and exclusions apply. Hi guys, Kev here. Just like to say a big thank you for subscribing to the channel. Now back to the pod. Nonsense about Timothy. This coffee needs it. Price, a cherry brandy for Miss Trent. Certainly, sir. Well, it was very decent of you to come down from town at a moment's notice like this. I hope it wasn't too inconvenient. No, of course not. But but why did you send for me so suddenly? Well, Steve, because... Oh, by the way, I've decided to drop the Miss Trent. It reminded me of a rather elderly lady I missed a garden party thought I was part author of Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Cherry brandy, miss? Oh, thank you. I sent for you, Steve, because I've been thinking of what you told me the other day. You mean about my brother and Max Lorraine? Yes. If your brother was right, and this man Lorraine, alias the knave, really is the big noise behind these jewel robberies, then... I think you ought to tell Sir Graham all you know about him. He'd never believe me. This man Lorraine I'm not so sure that he wouldn't, Steve. The Chief Commissioner isn't quite such a fool as people think. He's got his head screwed on all right, even though he won't send for Paul Temple. But they don't even believe my brother was murdered. If they think he committed suicide, then... I can prove to them that he didn't commit suicide. If they need any proof. You can? Yes, According to Horace Daly, the landlord of the Little General, when your brother came downstairs, he asked him to change a pound note. And Daly then went into the back parlour to get the money. Well? Well, why should he go into the back parlour? There was thirty-seven and sixpence in the till, which was on the bar counter. It doesn't make sense. How do you know this? Because I examined the till when Daly went upstairs to fetch Miss Parchment down. In fact, that's why I sent him. Mm. Of course, there may be a perfectly simple explanation. Perhaps the landlord oh, yes. didn't want... 
There may be quite a simple explanation. But there's just one other little point. Your brother was holding the revolver in his left hand. But Gerald was left-handed. Yes, of course. That's just the point. What do you mean? I mean, my dear Miss Trent, that your brother was murdered by someone with a little too much imagination and not sufficient intelligence. But if it's so very obvious that my brother was murdered, why did the police think he committed suicide? What makes you so certain that the police think he committed suicide? Why, it's been in all the newspapers and even at the inquest they... You think they know he was murdered? I'm almost sure of it. Then why on earth did they make it out that it was suicide? Surely... I expect they have a reason, Steve. And I shouldn't be surprised if it wasn't a very good one. Who was the lady that was staying at the inn? Miss... Uh... Miss Parchment? She's a retired schoolmistress with a passion for old English inns. Very old English inns. Why do you ask? Oh, no particular reason. I noticed you at the inquest, that's all. I called in the little general last time I was down here. I don't trust that man daily. There's something about him that makes me suspicious. Yes. Yes, I can understand that. As a matter of fact, there's something rather peculiar about the inn itself, if you ask me. Why do you say that? Well, according to Miss Parchment, the inn wasn't always called the Little General. It used to be known as the Green Finger. The Green Finger? That's a peculiar name. Yes, it's peculiar in more senses than one. After the Birmingham robbery, the night watchman died. He was chloroformed. Before he died, however, he said, the green finger. You don't think this inn, the little general, is used as a sort of meeting place? That would account for... Yes, I did think of that. It might be a good idea to have the place watched. Merritt's watching it. He'll let me know if anything funny happens. Merritt? Who's Merritt? Don't tell me you've never heard of Inspector Charles Mortimer Merritt. Dear, oh dear, he would be flattered. Oh, I remember. He was helping Gerald and Chief Inspector Dale over the jewel robberies. Is he a friend of yours? Why, Timothy, yes. Merritt and I get along like a house on fire. He's a funny little devil. Always got some wild sort of theory at the back of his head, but he's really as cute as a box of monkeys. You'd like him. Have you known him long? Mm, about five or six years. He hasn't been in this country all that long. He was out in New Zealand for a little while, I think. Or well, somewhere like that. If he wasn't so damned rude to his superiors, they'd have had him at the yard ages ago. Paul, do you really think I ought to tell Scotland Yard what Gerald thought about the Nave being responsible? Yes, I do, Steve. Believe me, I'll do all I possibly can to help you, my dear. I promised you that. But until Scotland Yard finally decides... Excuse me. Certainly. Hello? Yes, Paul Temple speaking. Who is that? Oh, Inspector Dale. Hello, Dale. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty fit, thanks. I beg your pardon. Yes? Yes. When does he want to see me? Hmm. All right. 
Just to Graham, I'll be there. Thanks for ringing. Goodbye. That was Dale of Scotland Yard. He was speaking for the Chief Commissioner. Well? They want to see me. To see you? That can it only mean... It can only mean one of two things. They either want to know the reason why your brother visited me the night he was murdered, or they've decided... To send for Paul Temple. Yes. Inspector Merritt, sir. I'm sorry, miss, but you can't park here. Oh, really, officer, I'm most awfully sorry. I promised to meet a friend here, and... Uh, sorry, miss, you'll have to take it round to Victoria Square. But couldn't I stay here for just a little while? I know it's most irregular, Well, but... it won't have to be for long, miss. No, of course not. It's really most awfully kind of... Oh, that's of all me. right, miss. Sorry to be such a nuisance, but you know what it is. We fellows have to keep on the job. Why, yes, of course. I was only saying to the sergeant last Monday, the old parking problem could be settled as easy as pie. If only the local authorities would have the common sense to, uh... To... What's the matter? Look at that lorry coming down the hill. It's going all over the place. Why, can't be messed in. Good God, he's going for the pavement. Look out there. Look out. Look It was the steering constable. It's all came around the corner. Something went wrong and I... must stop that on. Where the devil is... Hello. What's that bell? Found to me It's like... the further alarm. Them wires must have been across the window when I went through... Give him one side, please. Can't you stop this? Just a minute, constable. I, I feel like a bag of nerves. It's a miracle to me. No one was hurt. Why, we must stop that noise. Get on one side, Oh, my, my God, what a smash. Sound just to put on top of me. Is it all right? I don't know. Drop the bag in the back. Be quick. I think I ought to come with you. No. Get back to the dress shop and mix with the crowd. Be quick, Dixie. Be quick. Okay. Take care of that bag. <laughs> Inspector Merritt, sir. Hello, Charles. This is a pleasant surprise. Just thought I'd drop in for a chat. Happen to be passing? Why, yes, of course. I don't think you know Miss Trent. Inspector Merritt. How do you do, Inspector? How do you do, Miss Trent? I hope I haven't interrupted you. <laughs> of course not, Charles. Have you had dinner? Aye. But if there's any of that really excellent brandy of yours... <laughs> Help yourself, old man. It's on the cocktail cabinet. Ah, thanks. Well, I really think I ought to be getting along, Paul. If you're coming down to town tomorrow, then... I'll pick you up at about three. We'll go along to the yard together, Steve. You really think I ought to tell Sir Graham all I know? Yes. Yes, I do. Very well. Good night, Inspector. Good night, Miss Trent. Hey, look here, Paul. I hope I haven't put it in on a private... No, of course not, Charles. Of course not. How's the brandy? Fine. 
She's a pretty girl, isn't she? Yes. Yes, she is, rather. Surprised you've never met her before. She's a reporter on the Evening Post. What did you say her name was? Trent? Yes. C. Trent. At least that's the name she works under on the newspaper. Her real name is Harvey. Louise Harvey. She's the sister to Inspector Harvey, the fellow who was... Sister? Yes. Ah, oh, what's the matter? Oh, nothing. Only... Only I never knew where Harvey had a sister. Why wasn't she at the inquest? She was, but she didn't give evidence. Well, any news? I've had the inn watched. Everything seems to be above board as far as I can make out. Mm-hmm. I've checked up on that Green Finger story. The inn did used to be known as the Green Finger, but that's certainly going back some years. I still think there's something funny about that inn, Charles. I don't know what it is, but I intend to find out. Aye, I think there's something there, too. Uh, by the way, you might be interested to know that the chief, in, the chief commissioner wants to see me. He does? Well, that's certainly good news. Of course, he may only want to ask me a few questions about this business with Harvey. On the other oh, hand... Oh, just a minute, Paul. I have got a little news. I was forgetting. One of my men went into the little general yesterday morning, and on coming out, he bumped into another fellow known as Skid Tyler. Skid Tyler? I know anything about him. I don't know. Skid Tyler. Skid... Yes, I've got him. He used to be a driver at Brooklands. He was warned off the track in 1930 and served a term of imprisonment in 1931 for share pushing. Or was it 32? I'm not sure which, but... Well, that's the fellow anyway. Uh, I wonder what he was doing at the little general. Ah, that's what I wondered. Sent a man back to trail him, but the idiot bungled the job and Skid disappeared. Oh, did you check up on Miss Parchment? Ah, she's all right as far as I can make out. Retired schoolmistress. Lives alone in a small flat near Tottenham Court Road. Passionately fond of reading and old English hymns. Seems a little after me, but it sounds genuine enough. Somehow I feel sure that in some peculiar way Miss Parchment fits into all this mystery about the little general, Harvey's murder, the jewel robberies. I don't know how, but I'm sure she does. Well, your lunches aren't up and wrong, Paul. I fail to see how an innocent old dame with a passion for ink... Excuse me. Hello? Paul Temple speaking. Yes? Yes. It's for you, Charles. Oh, thanks. Hello? Who is that? Oh, hello, Sergeant. Aye. 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 Go on. Good Lord. Yes, of course. You'd best take me up here. Yes, goodbye. What's happened? They've done it again. You mean... It's Leamington this time. Frobisher's of Regent Street. Fourteen thousand pound worth of stuff. By Timothy. There'll be hell to pay over this. When did it happen? At a quarter of an hour ago. Practically in broad daylight. That smash sounds a damn funny business to me. What smash? A lorry crashed into a dress shop which was next door to the jeweller's. It was such a devil of a row with a smash that no one took the slightest notice of what was happening next door. Sounds like a cover to me. Ah, that's what I thought. Charles, tell them to hold that lorry driver. Why? Because by Timothy, I bet a fiver it's Skid Tyler. Sorry, Miss 
strange. Uh, very interesting. You say that from the very beginning, your brother was under the impression that the brains behind these robberies was this man, uh, Max Lorraine, the man who calls himself the Knave of Diamonds. Yes. Hmm. Well, what do you think of all this, Temple? Well, Sir Graham, I don't think there's any doubt that we're up against a definite criminal organization whose activities are directed by a man who is, well, to say the least of it, out of the ordinary run of criminals. Yes, I agree with you there. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we're up against this man Miss Trent talks about, the Knave of Diamonds. No, but nevertheless, I think we are, Sir Graham. Harvey was no fool. Harvey was convinced in his own mind that we were up against the Knave. And he was murdered. What makes you so certain that Harvey was murdered? It was as obvious as daylight. He was holding the revolver in his left hand. And the poor devil had been shot through the back of his left shoulder. Harvey was left-handed, all right, but I hardly think he was a contortionist into the bargain. Yes, that's true. Harvey was murdered. We spotted it immediately. I was surprised the doctor didn't. Well, the police doctor was down with flu. Dr. Milton came along with the sergeant. He's a retired medico who happens to be an acquaintance of mine. Still, I must admit, I thought it was rather funny. He never noticed it. Uh, Miss Trent, uh, when was the last time you saw your brother? The day before he visited Mr. Temple. Oh, yes, I see. Uh, did he seem cheerful and in uh, normal health? Yes, I think so. We never really saw a great deal of one another, you know. My work kept me busy quite a lot, and he was always dashing out of town on some case or another. Oh, yes, of course. I saw Merritt last night, and he told me about this business at Leamington. Did you hold the driver of the lorry? Yes. You are right about that, by the way. It was Skid Tyler. And you questioned him? Not yet. Merritt's bringing him here this afternoon. I've got a feeling that Tyler might talk. Yes, he might. I don't expect he'll know a great deal. He's most probably one of the small fry... On the other hand, you never can tell. Sir Graham. Yes? Why did you send for me this afternoon? Uh, <clears throat> yes, I... Yes, I've been waiting for you to ask that question. Well? Well, ever since these robberies first started, there's been a definite campaign, both in the newspapers and among a certain section of the public... Urging us to... To, uh... to send for Paul Temple? Uh, yes, Miss Trent, to uh, <clears throat> send for Paul Temple. Uh, well, I, I don't mind telling you, Temple, the whole damn campaign got me rattled. I was convinced in my own mind that there was nothing you could possibly do to, uh, to assist us in this matter. Uh, now, however, I'm not so certain. You see, Temple, and I'm sure I can speak in confidence before Miss Trent, there are certain aspects about this business which are very confusing, and which, instead of getting clearer, tend towards leading us further and further into a confusing mass of, of well, what seems to be on the surface melodramatic nonsense. But is it nonsense? That's just the point. Now, now take all this business about the green finger. We know that the little general inn used to be called the green finger. We know that the night watchman murmured the green finger before he died. But what does it mean? What is the green finger? And then secondly, 
There's the matter of district. That's been puzzling me a lot lately. Why should this organization confine its activities entirely to the Midlands? And then, and then there's another point, and believe me, a very important one. How in heaven's name are they getting the stuff out of the country? And they must be getting the stuff out of the country. Because if it was still over here, you can take it from me, Temple, we'd have it back in 24 hours. Hmm. Well, Sir Graham, I don't profess to be able to work miracles. By profession, I'm a writer. But, well, I must confess, I'm very intrigued by certain aspects of this affair. Well, then uh, we can count on you, you to... You can count on me to give you every assistance in my power, Sir Graham. That I promise you. Thank you, Temple. I was hoping you'd say that. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I oh, well, come in, Dale. Uh, come in. You know, Paul Temple, I believe, uh, Inspector Dale. Yes, yes, Dale, of course. And Miss Trent. How do you do? How do you do, Inspector? I thought perhaps you'd like to know that Inspector Merritt has arrived, sir, with that man, uh, Tyler, Skid Tyler. Oh. Well, uh, when I ring, show them in here. Very good, sir. Would you uh, like to stay while we question this man? Yes. Yes, I would, rather. Sure. I should sit over there in the corner, Miss Trent. Uh, you'll be out of the way, then. Oh, uh, allow me. A cigarette? Thank you. Oh, have one of these instead. You'd like them better. <laughs> Those are Russian. They're rather on the strong side. Russian? Oh, uh, would you mind if I tried one? No, of course not. You rang, sir? Oh, yes. Uh, tell Inspector Dale, Inspector Merritt, and that man, uh, Skid Tyler, to come in here. Yes, sir. Sit down, Tyler. Uh, no, over there. What you want? What else you are dragging me along here? If I think I was a blasted criminal. Be quiet. No, that's all right, Dale. Now, listen, Tyler. We're going to ask you a few questions. And if you've got any sense, you'll tell us the truth. What were you doing in Evesham at the beginning of this week? Evesham? Never been there the place. My dear fellow, don't for heaven's sake adopt that attitude. Inspector Merritt saw you there. Didn't you, Merritt? That's right. Outside the little general about three o'clock in the afternoon. What would I be doing outside a pub at three o'clock in the afternoon? Now I ask you. Who said the little general was a public house? Who said so? What? What? What the hell is this all about anyway? You don't know me. You can't open it. Last night, my dear fellow, with the aid of a two-ton lorry, you accidentally smashed your way into a very select dress shop. By a strange coincidence, the shop next door happened to be a jeweler's. By an even stranger coincidence, it happened to be robbed at precisely the same moment that you decided to make a closer inspection of Madame Isabel's really remarkable exhibition of spring underwear. What you getting at? I'll tell you what I'm getting at, Skid, but first of all, tell me. You fond of children? Children? Then you must be. I was forgetting. What the hell has children got to do with all this? My dear Skid, you surprise me. Don't you realize you're holding the baby? And by Timothy, what a baby. Holding the... Say, listen, if you're trying to be funny, then I I'm to be funny, my dear Skid. I'm an amateur humorist compared with the crowd you've been mixing with. What? What do you mean? What do I mean? <laughs> oh, our old friend Skid drives the lorry. Our old friend Skid smashes into the dress shop. Our old friend Skid gets arrested. 
Our old friend Skid visits Scotland Yard. Our old Shut up! Friend... Shut your blasted mouth! My dear Skid, don't be a darn fool. Why should you take the rap? Why should I'm you... I'm not talking. I'm not, Philip. I know it's good for me. You'll talk. You'll talk fast. What were you doing at Evesham? What were you doing near the little general inn? I tell you, I've never been near the place. Skid, listen. This isn't a one-sided little affair like share-pushing. This is big stuff. This is crime with a capital C. And you're in it. In it up to the neck. Now talk. All right. All right, I'll talk. But first, I, I want a drink. I'm all talked to pieces. All right. I'll get you some brandy. I've got some in the cupboard. Excuse me, Miss Clem. Kid, what is the green finger? It's the organization that has been responsible for all the Jew robberies. The chief of the gang is known as the Knife of Diamonds. Max Lorraine. Have you ever met this person? Leave me alone, leave me alone. For God's sake, leave me alone. Here, drink this. <coughs> now, Skid, listen, this is important. Have you ever... Have you... Skid. Skid. What's the matter? Look at him. Skid. What is it? He looks so... Pass me that glass, Sir Graham. The glass? But... Good God, you don't mean... He's dead. Dead? Yes. He's dead, all right. What's in the glass, Merritt? Enough cyanide to kill a regiment. But... But that's impossible. Why... It was a new bottle. I, I could... Delighted to see you, sir. By the I can't see anyone. Tell her I'm out. Tell her to... Just a moment, Sergeant. Who is the lady? It's a Miss uh, Parchment, sir. A Miss Amelia Victoria Parchment. <laughs> guys don't forget to check out the podcast every friday at 6 p.m hope to see you there and back to the show starting a business means you had to be a businessman a tom a dick a harry or not if women started and grew businesses at the same rate as men they would contribute an extra 250 billion pounds to the uk economy that's why at NatWest, our new funding platform, Back Her Business, is helping more women to get started. So you can get started too, whatever your name happens to be. Search NatWest Rethinking Business. NatWest. We are what we do. UK residents with new UK projects can apply. Specific criteria apply. 2019 rose review claim equal to four years natural GVA growth. This Black Friday, get Sky Entertainment for £22 a month. Then enjoy a spectacular 50% off Sky Cinema, including Christmas movies like Mary Poppins Returns and The Grinch. Build your perfect bundle today. Choose any or all of our Sky TV packages and get an incredible 50% off. Hurry, join today. Visit sky.com. Offer ends 2nd of December. New 18-month minimum terms or 31 days notice to cancel depending on package. Discount on standard pricing with same minimum terms. Set up £25. Kit loaned at no cost.